Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo personality. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are back and we're talking about some Guild Ball. It's going to be good because we may save Guild Ball. It's, it's going to be great. Oh, you guys told me we were talking about Middle Earth. <laughs> Sorry we lied to you to get you, get you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got John and Chris with us, and we're going to have a good time talking about Errata. We're at 4.2 of season four, so some things done changed. Time to get those cards reprinted. Yeah, that's one thing where I was just like, son of a bitch. Time to <laughs> get a <laughs> functional app. drive through cards <laughs> is like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just got to find some people to go in with the cards, so that way you can save a little money on shipping. Or get a nice color printer. Yeah, so it's really cool. We got the rookies revealed. We talked that episode with Sherwin, which was a nightmare to edit because Chris kept popping in and out of the episode. Hey, you're welcome that I was even there. <laughs> no, the, night, the nightmare was you showed up. That's you're fair. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, that was a good episode with Sherwin, and we're going to talk about the errata. So going to get kind of right into this, and there was a lot of things that people thought needed to be tweaked because we, we seem to have this huge escalation this huge power creep that was kind of making the game if you weren't playing one of those stronger captains or one of those stronger teams it it was really rough playing the game i feel like so a lot of the guilds like alchemist and maybe union it was tough playing those guilds just because they didn't have some of the the hotness that the other teams had so we're going to go through them not going to go through every card because some of the changes are pretty pretty small. They're just nice tweaks, maybe like some damage or some dodges thrown in there. But we're going to go over the ones with that really kind of catch our, catch our eye when we're looking at these different guilds. So we're just going to start at the top, and then we're going to go all the way to the bottom. So looking at first with the Alchemist, they had three cards that got changed. They had Catalyst, Vet Catalyst, Midas, and Vitriol. So looking at these three cards, was there anything that really stood out for you guys or if you just kind of like, May I, I'm still not going to play Alchemist. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to shock Is the world and let everyone know that I did not look at this. <laughs> cool. Great well, input. plus Alchemist definitely doesn't fit. Uh, Although Chris's I do have style. some beautifully painted Alchemist just sitting in a case right now. Evan's I mean, Alchemist. All right. Informed in, informed content. Yeah, Alchemists are definitely better. I mean, Midas getting where they go is huge. Um, letting everybody take fulmination is that legendaries. I think the Midas change is really cool because you can do a really cool scoring list and having where'd you go, uh, having a four, eight kick, and then being able to give out fulmination, uh, to the rest of the team is just, it's a really nice legendary play. So I, I think that's going to make Midas see the table a little bit more because he's just going to be dodging and scoring and, you know, it's going to be hard to deal with right. him. I think the problem with this is, you know, Midas got that buff in the last errata or whatever or season, whenever it was. But Smoke is still kind of shitty. You mean you don't like the way Smoke plays? No, I don't think Smoke's very good. I mean, I, I 
I think the more we can deal with conditions with a lot of these new models, I think the more you're right about that. So maybe Midas gets the guild back up and running where we start to see more represented in different tournaments, maybe. All right. So the Alchemists have gone from like a condition fighty and throw some goals in team to a goal scoring team that happens to give you conditions to score goals. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You got to remove burning and poison conditions from another model. And it has to be within four inches to get the effect off that playbook. Right. So I, I see, if you don't, I see the conditions kind of now as more like resources instead of like damage output. Yeah. And I think that's the cool change that we saw in season four. So it's really good to see Midas using that to focus on the dodging and, and goal scoring aspect of, of the guild. Mm. All right. So th- the next one is the one where I think you're going to see a lot of people freak out and that's with the blacksmiths. So, a couple big things with the blacksmiths that changed had to do with Anvil and Sledge. So Sledge finally has his baby hammer being represented by one inch. Yeah. <laughs> so, he still he still knocks the shit out of you and knocks you down. So Yeah, it's just it's one inch. <laughs> he doesn't care. He runs in your face and like I think the biggest thing with it is is this threat, like threat range. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, okay, he's one inch melee. The biggest thing is he doesn't re- he reaches one inch less. Yeah, but you also have to think of it. There's now a class of models that he now cannot go into unless you give him two-inch reach through like Hearth or somebody because if you have unpredictable movement, Sledge can't go into you, whereas before you could just either go base to base or you could stay outside there one inch and then just smack him with the hammer. It's always good. Well, it also affects the amount of damage that he can do because if he has to choose a knockdown condition on his first attack, whereas before he could just reach over you, because he had two inch yeah. melee, so I mean, like I think it well, significantly changes him. No, he still he still yeah. has powerful charge, so he knocks you down with Fleetwood. Well, I was going to say, or that was going to force you to charge because before I don't think you wanted to charge because you wanted three just solid hits. Whereas now, it's like if there's a possibility of a counterattack making him miss, then I think you have to charge. You, you just need that knockdown and damage. Right. I mean, it's it's good, and it probably I think the blacksmiths were starting kind of one of the stronger teams, I guess maybe didn't need a nerf, but it definitely puts them in check. Well, and Anvil also got a nerf with his legendary play when he's the captain, because I think Steamforge noticed that Anvil was overwhelmingly being picked as the captain. Right. And they changed his legendary where now master models gain stoic and friendly apprentices gain tough hide. And that's actually huge because now when he hits his legendary play, you can push apprentices out of that sentinel range. So it really allows you to just destroy that whole blacksmith puzzle box of how are you going to deal with all this, you know, stoic, you know, armored and sentinel, you know, models that are sitting on the board. So that's, a, that's, a, I think that's a bigger nerf than people are going to realize. The thing is, if you're a blacksmith player, you're probably pretty pissed off because the two captains you, I've, I've seen taken right now are Ferris and Anvil, and they both got nerfs. Yeah, so how did Ferris get nerfed? So they changed that legendary from uh, plus one, plus two kick to now it's just plus one, plus zero kick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, and, uh, people, I didn't see the Ferris list being very, I don't know. I didn't see that one. Yeah, people were using her for like this weird kind of push, Sentinel, uh, going to get some you know goals off you by extending the threat and... You know, it, people liked it and it was pretty good, but I mean, I, I guess they just saw that being used too much. And I, I think the thing is that there are other good captains. So this change will hopefully 
allow more to be chosen. Are there other good captains? Yeah, definitely. Who you, oh, who are you dropping? Burnish? I mean, you could draft Burnish, but I, I mean, I wouldn't pick Burnish, I don't think. Oh, Captain Furnace, huh? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go Furnace. I like Furnace a Captain lot. Captain Culverin, that's what you're going to play? You know, I mean, I haven't played with Culverin yet, but I... I hear- Shut the fuck up. You're bullshit. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got Ferrites pretty good, right? Yeah. No. no? No, they're not. That's they're not. That's why they didn't get nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. They're good. I just don't know if they're good enough to be your captain selection. I think. I think a lot of people are still bringing these two captains. I mean, just because they're really good. All right. So moving on, we got a couple of brewer models that got changed. We got Corker got changed. Stoker got a little change, and then Tapper also got changed. So what what ends up sticking out of this change with the Brewers? Oh, Corker and Stoker got changed. Who gives a shit? Holy Tapper. Yeah. Right. Give me some tapper. That, what's, what's the name of it? Little old barroom brawl. I love it. I love the old barroom brawl. I mean, there's a lot of other <laughs> things going on there, too. I mean, he gained some hit points, so that makes him just more yeah. durable. They gave him Mark Target back, which I was pissed when they took Mark Target away from Tapper because I was like, this is the guild that needs Mark Target. <laughs> exactly. So giving that back yeah. is huge. And putting it on one with one damage, I like. Yeah. I like the barroom brawl. Just mainly a lot. I love the name. I love the names of it, and, and it makes them. It makes him so. His lineup is so influence efficient with old Jake's, and spending one less influence to charge. Ugh. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where he's like tossing the the brewer, you know, into the brawl. Right? He's like, yeah, get in there, and yeah. it just it's kind of a cool image, but it's also really efficient when you set it up right. Oh yeah, Tapper runs in and starts the fight in the bar room, and here comes the rest of them running in to join the fight. I love well, they it. also got rid of that janky triple push on five, mm-hmm. so, so they just made it a three damage and double push, which I think is definitely better. I'm glad because it just looked it looked funky on the playbook. Yeah, and it, it's like you're going to do damage with Tapper, so I didn't understand why you had this weird triple push. Yeah, and it's not necessary when you're a two inch reach model. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I really like that change, especially because ta- Tapper's where I cut my teeth in this game. So I just I love that they're giving Tapper some love. And if I was playing Brewers, which I don't know, maybe I'll dust off some Brewer models, but I would definitely play Tapper now. He's he seems like a pretty strong captain again to me. Uh, a little better playbook for Stoker. Some more. Yeah, damage. I think they just I think they just made his damage more reliable. I yeah. think the two was on three, and they moved it to two now. Oh yeah, and his, so and his heroic, uh, his heroic makes him move a little farther, and then searing strike is a big one. He gains searing strike. Yeah, that's true. Cutting through some of that armor, mm-hmm. searing strike to make to you know, he goes flying into the fight, takes away armor, and gives you a burning for him to start start with that damage. I like it. Yeah, he's, he's fun. Chris, you want to do the next one? You got the man that everybody wanted to see nerfed, and that is Vet Boar. So, Chris, are you happy that Vet Boar got nerfed? Uh, I think the adjustments were appropriate. So, what, what did they change, just from what you see? So, yeah, the uh, the big change is the movement. He doesn't. He can't just run all over the place, basically. Uh, and with the two inch reach, I can totally understand that. They limited how far he can go. And then the big one that I think is a perfect change is that influence stat. Like with when he generated four and could only take two, that meant that the rest of the team just felt so fat and full of influence that it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that it's an appropriate I change. Think, I think the biggest change is the playbook. Yes. Taking away four in stagger and giving him one in stagger. And then the big and the really one that really hurts to me 
is on the two column taking the damage away from that that gill ball result because sometimes it's, it's me playing him sometimes i feel like oh i got two hits but i really need to get stagger out so i can get more hits and now you can't do that one just one so you still get the damage and berserk and stagger yeah they definitely made it where you had to make some hard choices with this model which is what it needed i mean it was just it was too easy to pilot this model now it's a four six so even with the threat extension of the new cooks models that's more that's more doable than what he was before and then like we said the playbook changes are perfect even on the fifth column it's only one damage in the guild ball Whereas before that was on the two column, which was just ridiculous. And then Chris, you hit it on the head as well. Just taking that one influence away, making him a three, two captain is just that that's a good change. That's some of the stuff we were talking about um, on earlier episodes. I, I would like to see the, on the five result that uh, one damage and stagger or singled out, whichever one you want to choose. Most people are going to obviously choose a stagger. But I would like to see that changed a little bit, like since they are taking it down from four damage. I, I either think it should do a little bit more than one. Um, four, I agree, is too much. I, I can accept that. Or they need to make it to where like you can actually generate some momentum on that. I, I don't like it when you have a column that doesn't generate any momentum at all. Yeah. Especially when it's deep on the playbook to where like it's something where... When you get there, you do want to be able to choose the option, but then you're choosing against your momentum generation. Like I, that just bugs me. So I would like to see that column changed a little bit. Um, I don't agree with that change, although I agree that it needed to be changed. I don't agree with the change that they've arrived on. Yeah, and something else we didn't mention is he also lost two hit points. So instead of 24, he's now 22, which doesn't seem like a lot, but that's actually that helps, right? That makes him where he can actually get smoked down pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 basically one less one less swing against them, right? Yeah, that's what it's going to equal out to, pretty much. Yeah, he's he's still very playable though, still very very playable. Yeah, I I, I agree. I don't I don't think they nerfed him into the ground or made him shitty. Um, so I'm I'm satisfied with that. I the one that I would have liked to have seen them do something with is is fillet. I would have liked to see a couple of tweaks on her. But just so that just so that people chose her more, I don't know if that's going to just happen by default because they brought Boar down a little bit. Um, but she all that maybe because Lane's on the pitch. Yeah, that 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 is an element of the whole thing too. So we'll we'll see how it all pans out. I mean, I'm not I'm not ripping it or you know trying to bitch about you know changes or lack of changes. Like I think for the most part, they did something that was pretty reasonable. Uh, let's see here. So, and then just a couple of notes, they also did change the briskets a little yeah, bit. She's not, she's not as charming anymore. Yeah. So charm <laughs> seems to be going away. Yeah, she's getting older. <laughs> she's, she's getting up there. Not as charming as she used to be. She's more matronly these the days. <laughs> uh, but the one I kind of like is how they changed quick time. Quick time's only a one influence cost now. Dude, that so, shit needed to change. Yeah, because it was kind of ridiculous how quick time was two. It was like unusable. You, yeah, but then you had acrobatics, which was, you know, one. So it, I think that's a solid change to bring it in line. Yeah. I don't know why they just didn't call it acrobatics. I don't know why we need to have, you know, because two you character. Could, because you could do it on other models. Oh, uh, that's Yeah, it's all different play, Pete. That's fair. So, <laughs> but I do think you need to kind of bring her with this boar change now. I mean, it's her or cinnamon, right? Like, I mean, you need to do something to 
deal with the lesser movement of Boar now. So uh, I think it makes her pairing with Boar a very good option. The vet version of Brisket. We're going to move on to the Cooks who saw a decent amount of change. And I'm going to let you two talk about the Cooks because honestly, I don't care about the Cooks. So go at it, boys. Well, the rat hits thing hits something once per turn for free now. Uh, spice does more damage. Still, are they interesting yet? I think sugar's sugar sugar. First of all, here's my problem with sugar. Sugar, sugar. Chili cookout. Chili has one L. What the heck? What are they doing in England? Do they have two L's in Chile and England. I need I need to know this. Somebody let me know. But that yeah, is a dirty. That's not correct. That is a dirty play. Yeah, that, so, okay, in a nutshell for our listeners, I think the thing to take away from the Cooks changes is that they made the rest of the Cooks more functional without having to have perfect setups, and they can they can do more on their own, right? So Spice can do some more damage on her own. Pepper gets a free attack. Sugar is able to be more scorable on her own without just being able to score on snapshots, right? Like there's there's a few things that I think they they did to where they're allowing the models to have more independence outside of set activations with uh, corresponding models on the team. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, they can all kind of take you know hold their own by them without help. And, <laughs> and 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 I like that because I fe- I've felt for a while like those cooks had kind of missed the season four adjustments like and that and it was due to their late release right so they they didn't want to errata all of these models before they were even released um because of like shipping delays and all that stuff but then they missed all of the season four adjustments and so you were playing a season three team under season four and that was just shitty so I, I agree with the changes that they made what were the changes to wellington here let's take a look at these um, chef special is oh yeah the extra the extra four inches, inches. yeah and, and sugar got it too so you can have two really like a really big bubble area of that plus one damage yeah and, and i like that they they made it to where again it, you feel like the models are able to kind of flow on their own a little bit more and something like a wider bubble is indicative of that because now they don't have to be so tightly in and touching basically Wellington. Uh, two inch bubbles are just annoying in many ways. Like you oftentimes don't want to have to bunch up your models like that. And especially with, for example, the changes to Midas, I don't think you want to have to play that way. So I like that change. Spice now has assist with Pepper instead of being able to call over Pepper. And so I think that's a cool little addition um, because now you're able to activate Pepper, not have to devote influence really because you get a free attack and then put Pepper on someone that Spice wants to go beat up on. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing though is still Sugar because Chef Special also adding in I think it added in character plays with the plus one damage now as, as well as playbook damage. So that chili mm-hmm. cookout doing four damage up to five and she can hit it and she can hit it on the playbook. So with roast that, that you know, charging for once to, one to hit it. If you get a knockdown low defense model and she starts hitting that shit on the playbook and start. Yeah. And especially if it's like a, 
you know, a model that's already waning a little bit, like you're just trying to put that coup de gras in. She's definitely a model that with the changes to her kickstat now that she's got eight, that she really realistically could, you know, get you that six point activation in the right circle. Did you guys already talk about how she just puts out a bunch of AOE damage? Yeah. Did we, do, did you realize, so chef special takes character playbook damage now and Plus, she can hit that on a, on a charge, which Roche lets her do for less. And Chris is playing her in the next tournament. <laughs> you don't get to pick my guild anymore. You said. I've I'm going off what that. you said. Well, and you can even... Uh... I, I, pro- I probably will play... Like, I've been wanting to play these cooks for a while. So, yeah, I probably will play them yeah, not the next right, time right. I do a tournament. If you want to play Navigators, play Navigators. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys talked about wellington yet yeah 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 so chef special going on to sugar and that way she can just cook off all that damage that sounds like a good time if you're if you're the cooks yeah cool yeah uh i don't think uh, i don't think we're gonna that. mention rivet very much just because i mean it seems like a lot of wording changes and some minor changes uh the biggest thing is the the team gets plus one tack and doesn't get to use her tack anymore yeah it's a, that's a big so change. that's not it's it's a little bit of a nerf like to Velocity, who's tack four, so I mean, tack four to tack six. Now she's just, yeah, five. giving that six tack to certain models on that team was just utter <laughs> fucking bullshit. Oh, it was so much fun with Velocity. Double push, double dodge. <laughs> yeah, Let's that's go. the issue. So they anyway. changed that because of Velocity. Yeah, and then so- somehow it appears that the farmers yet again get another little buff. Tell me why Grange is playable. I mean, Constitution being an aura now is pretty good. Okay, and so you can sit there and, and die slower. And constitute some shit. Yeah. Farmers just are easily abused in a lot of times with their stats. So I just think that Grange being able to do this weird kick game on the side and then also keep his friendly models alive. And he's putting out multiple harvest markers. And he's, he's still not quite probably what he needs to be in the end. But this is definitely more playable. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, John. He also brings another influence. So yeah. what? How often do you think somebody would choose to play him? Because basically everyone chose to only play Thresher. So how how good does this make him then, Pete? Like how how often are you going to play him in coordination with Thresher? I think I'm I'm going to try him out. I think that this allows you to bring more, just bring some more Reapers. So you can bring like that three Reaper list. Like you have that new Amber model coming out where she's just. So good that I think she'd fit it well in with Grange and you can bring Wendell still. And if you wanted to bring like Tater or Bushel, you could do that as well. So, I mean, I think he lets you bring three Reapers pretty easily on his team. Like you could bring three Reapers, Grange and uh, and Plowman and just call that good. Like I, I would be okay with that lineup. Can I play Grange, Wendell, Fallow, Tater, and I don't know who else puts out Harvest Markers? Uh, Plowman. <laughs> Yeah, plowman and beat and beat things. I, I don't know. I think a second. Did they give Tater more boxes here? Yeah, because he lost uh, Charmed. Yeah, this fucking bullshit. <laughs> he was already annoying enough to kill. Yeah, but he's not, he doesn't yeah, have Charmed female, so he's not a five zero anymore. Okay. By the way, speaking of this whole Charmed thing being taken away, I want it noted that I got a whole bunch of shit on Gubs like months ago when I made a comment about like. Tater's charm male shouldn't work on all my lesbian female butchers. (laughs) And people were like, that's so inappropriate. And, you know, like, this is like derogatory and all this other bullshit. When I didn't say anything derogatory, like the term lesbian is not pejorative. And so then in the errata, 
the development team specifically said, we're doing away with charm because we have all these different dynamics of different orientations and all these types of things that we think should not be influencing the gameplay of the of the game. So clearly what I said, I am vindicated on. So all of those that are listening that pitched a bitch fit in your face. (laughs) The ones that pitched a bitch fit aren't listening, dumbass. That's true. No, some some of them do. I guarantee it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Anyways. All right. Who else? Hero. I'm never never one to go above and I told you so. Did anything change with uh, Siren? She's the next. She's the only fish card that we see have a change. Oh, we're going to fish. All right. We're fish. Where's she at? (laughs) Um, They gave her they gave her more defense. She doesn't have charm to mail anymore. Yeah. So they just made her five defense. So they just, just, they just got rid of Charm Mail. Okay, that's too easy. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but they get, they gave her the greater defense out of it. So yeah, okay. So yeah, so, so now she's just up. she's tougher to hit for all people, right? Yeah, Male so that's or good. That's a, it's a little bit of a buff. It, it is a buff. Yeah. All right, John. We got two hunters that saw a fix. We got Egret and Jakar. What what do you what do you Wait, you say Egret and Jakar? You didn't say Theron. What the yeah, fuck? Theron didn't need a fix. <laughs> Come on. I do. I Okay. Oh, let's start with the positive. I love Egret right now. Love Egret. Egret's so sexy. I love Egret. I always loved Egret. Egret this season, if I did play Hunters, was auto-include for me. Especially with Steeljaw because she was my ball holder and she got even better at it. Yeah, they get the close control now too. Yeah, close control and tackle dodge on one. Love it. She still has her one tackle double dodge on three if you will. <laughs> um, and then Jakar, I mean, she's not doing it for me, guys. Three, three damage, push dodge. Woo. Just just put gut and string back to what it was, and I'll play him. Yeah, I'm okay with him not having that. Well, that and was Jakar, a fucking you, nightmare. So we were talk- well, that's the thing, though, is Jakar is going to die whatever he attacks. And you used to be able to make it where the opponent couldn't retaliate because you got far enough away where they just literally couldn't get to you. And now it's just that with gut and string being nerfed amongst other things, it just makes it where whatever Jakar goes into, he's going to die. He's a four Oh with 14 boxes. It's, it's just, it's going to happen. Right. My thing is, I mean, he's got, he's got big game traps. Woo. Cool. If you, if you're playing him, you're playing him probably with steel job because it's your beating list. So he gets, he got big game traps anyway. So nobody cares about that shit. I mean, the one change that one, it's just that one on the playbook, right? Just, that one result is instead of two in a push dodge. Now he's got three in a push dodge and they moved the other ones up on the top. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's really taking gut string. Anymore. But I mean, it's not like he's an unplayable model. Like, I mean, he's just not like, I understand that you want the yay car of old, like, and you have this nostalgia to like how he used to be, but he's not an unplayable. He doesn't make a six for me. I would say, I don't think that it's, he's unplayable. Chris, I think the problem is that, what he does, there's more hardy models or models that are harder to deal with and pose more questions that you would play ahead of him just because he does things that other models do, but they're not going to die as easy as him. Sure, sure. But what I'm saying is the things that he traditionally did, right? The idea of him being able to back to the shadows away and gut and string you to where he's limiting your movement. Uh, yes, he can't go all the way across the board away from you anymore. But I mean, he's, he's reasonable. Well, no, he's he didn't okay. go all the way across the board. The main thing he did was 
I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating. He's not a control piece that. anymore. They're trying to make him a stabby piece. Yeah, because he. I think that they were trying to make him a a swing in and do some damage piece. And I think that's always what they meant for him to be. But now, but he was too controlly. Like he was never designed. He was never supposed to be a control piece. People were just using him that Gut way. Gut and string is a control character play. Right. I, I understand that, but like, there's a reason why they brought it down. And so is snared. But that, that's what I'm saying is like, that's what he was designed to do. And there were some people that didn't even bring him, but you know, it, it is what it is. It's just one of those things where, yeah, it's better. But there's other models like Vet Minx that you're just going to bring instead, just because her being a five one is a lot harder to deal with. So right, I just the hunters for me, what I don't like is they're turning in they're they're just even more turning into the squishiest guild in the game, slowly. Which they were, but they had ways to defend themselves where they could keep you at arms reach away, so you couldn't you know bring your strength to bear on them. Right, and that was their strength. And now it's like. Oh, we're gonna do some burst damage, and you're gonna kill us. And I guess we're gonna try to score some goals real quick. So I don't know. Right, but I mean, they have Ulfur. Ulfur dies quickly. Matagi dies quickly. Edge dies quickly. Minerva dies quickly. You know, they just yeah. You know, they're so yeah. As a butcher's player, I've been there. Right, so. but you have the damage to back it up. <laughs> yeah, you it's have not the, the fucking same. Yeah, but you guys have the irritation to back. Oh, it Oh yeah, up. you're ir- okay. I'm glad you're irritated while you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like in all the far in all the uh, farmers in all the hunters games I played, where I had to like get irritated to death with control pieces, I I, I just don't feel bad about that. All right, so moving on to masons, we got some big changes here. We got some kind of shuffling going on in the masons here. Big thing is Corbelli got taken down a notch a little bit, and by that I mean his. Two damage on two got moved up a column, so he doesn't do consistent damage anymore. And then also his legendary got nerfed, so now he can only target a free ball. He can't just randomly steal the ball off. Of that's you. so good. So that was a that's a perfect change because he's still really good striker. I don't but, think it is a perfect change, but he doesn't get the free goal. Have you played against Corbelli? Yeah, no. I I no I get I get what you're saying about him not getting the free goal. I just wish that there was a like. I feel like it only targeting a free ball is way too limiting because there usually isn't just a free ball sitting out there. I mean, people put the ball free on the pitch all the time. Especially with Masons who knock people down. I don't feel like people do that all the time. I feel like usually people want it on something. Yeah, I I, I don't like that legendary change. I I wish that there was an in-between. I can see that. As long as it didn't say the same. Yeah. Yeah, like the way it was was too strong. I agree, but like... My issue is just that I feel like this is too much of a nerf on the legendary play. Like, I'd almost rather this be like a heroic play then, because I feel like the difference between him being able to do it on anyone or anywhere versus it only being a free ball. Like, I mean, there's a lot of legendary plays, Chris, that target free balls. I mean, the rat catchers have one. Uh, I mean, the blacksmiths have their goal kick one that they do. Uh, the miners tanker. She does the free goal. She does the legendary goal kick. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's useful. I mean, you can use this. You're you're looking at it as from also the enemy putting a free ball out. You could also put the ball free, and then he can just use his legendary to get it and go score a goal. Yeah. Sure. I'll still, I, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That I I'd be okay. I'd be okay if it was a heroic play. Yeah, but either way, I mean. He's so strong as far as striking goes that even though that's a huge nerf to that legendary, good. 
<laughs> yeah, still, he'll, he'll be okay. He's still playable, but I don't think Mason players are going to care because Honor. So, yeah, Honor. Honor, Honor looks pretty sexy right now. And I like this because some of the changes we were talking about with Honor, like how to make her playable, are some of the things that we see on the card. And one of the things you brought up, Chris, was superior strategy. Yeah, the superior strategy is nice now that it, you basically were creating a situation where you used to have to put all your eggs in one basket where it was, I'm either going to get a full activation with honor where she gets to do her things, or I'm putting all my eggs, meaning four influence into this other model being able to activate twice. And so now we don't have that. She's able to let another model activate twice. They're not getting way more. They're not getting more influence. They're just able to get a second activation. So she's able to say, Hey, you go do a little bit more for me. And I'm going to use some of my influence for myself to do my thing. So I I, I really like that change. That uh, those four cost plays, like they better be incredible if they're going to cost four. And I don't feel like Superior Strategy was so incredible that it should have cost that. Plus the quick time buff that everybody has quick time. The quick time, I I agree with that too. Right, the quick time buff is is fantastic as well. Um, it, it yeah, it's just. It makes her so much more functional. And then, didn't they make another change in her playbook? I'm trying to She's remember. Got a for yeah, uh, one damage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the changes for Honor. Is definitely going to be very usable, and she's going to be very influence efficient, and that's always a good thing. And Honor should be that. Like, thematically, Honor should be a very playable often selected character thematically in the game. So I'm very pleased. Yeah. Yeah. This change to honor, it has me like, oh man, these black or these uh, Masons are looking pretty, pretty tasty yeah, right better. now. Marbles is better just for having straight counter charge. Um, and you always want marbles with her because the assist. What about brick though? Brick's just a whole, he's a whole new player to me. He is. He's new and improved kind of new and improved from original brick. No, from uh, yeah, this new brick we got for this season. Right, so he's just like a big old tank in the middle now. Yeah, and and Fulcrum's pretty interesting. First off, he's a two three now, so that three armor is pretty big deal. Uh, you can give him four influence for whatever that's worth. He still only has the one inch reach, but a big thing that I like now is he has Fulcrum, which is a six inch aura that gives out poised. So. I mean, it seems small, but that's still pretty good. And they also gave him gravity well. So now when somebody ends their their activation engaging, or not activation, ends their movement engaging brick, you can push them two inches in directly towards brick. So like I said, that's a small thing. But if you ever had to deal with Locus and his gravity well, it, it can be really annoying. Yeah. So do you think they've put brick in the right spot or do you think that they... Uh, what are your thoughts on these changes? Holistic. I gotta see. I gotta have table time against against or with Brick to, to figure out this one. I I think he's I think he's looking actually pretty good. If you look, his knockdown got moved to uh, one. He now has pushes, so you can move models around where you want them to. Uh, his damage looks pretty decent. I mean, you got concussion and damage, which is on four hits now, which is pretty decent. So. I, I kind of like where he is. He's going to be doing something different. They sped him up too, so he's a 5-7. I, I think he's solid. He's just, he's not going to do the sexy things that, that Corbelli and like all the strikers are going to do, but he's going to move the pitch around and, and set up for what you want to do. Yeah, I, I just think he's so different than, you know, Brick has been in the past. Like, this is a model that has 
evolved so much from the countercharging two inch melee model that it used to be that I, I yeah. just think that it's I don't even want to discuss like whether the changes are like good or bad. It's just something that I think they created something that's a brand new model. So like it's a good freshness to the game. Uh, let's see here. And there's some other small changes to uh, some of the other Mason models. Uh, Flint got a, kind of a nice result. He has a momentous tackle dodge now on one. Yeah, that's nice. And uh, and Harmony got attack buff. So now that if you're not within family range, you can still activate her because her playbook just is a little workable now being tack five. Flint's the, uh, so, the buff from losing charm because now he's just a straight four one. Yeah, yeah, I, I like those changes to Flint and Harmony. Like they're just they're just more serviceable, more functional. All right, so next we have Morn. What what the hell are we doing here? With gonna, she's got a character play that we're all going to forget to do. <laughs> That'd you mean be funny. Control strings. Like every time I've played Morticians and I played the puppet, it was like, oh shit, I forgot to move him. Can I move him now? You mind if I move him? Hey, can you mind if I move this puppet? <laughs> I forgot to dodge him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are going to be less likely to let you do that with your captain than with that fucking puppet. Oh. But yeah, like I, I agree, like that 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 is a character trait that is just <laughs> itching to be forgotten at, at inopportune times. I guess. Yeah, she got, she got the quick time buff as well. Uh, Malice is now not once per turn, so you can put out Malice a bunch of times, which I mean lets you get more things. Uh, I guess. Her control strings, where she does a two-inch dodge, lets you move the grave candle aura around. Uh, so, I mean, there there's a lot of stuff you can still do with her, but it's one of those things where I don't know if it's enough to win you the game. It's just kind of enough to, like, piss off your opponent. You know, I don't know. The, the only thing I find interesting about her is that, like, legendary play where she's got that six-inch six inch aura and everybody has to come at her. Guess, it, like, if there's a turn you really want her to die, you do that. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that Scalp and Obulus are just too good for the matchups that you need them in to bring her. But right, I I, I want her to be good, and I want to see some. Maybe she is, and I want to. See, I just kind of, I haven't seen anybody play her at all, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think another thing is I haven't seen anybody play her well. Right. I, I haven't seen anybody play her at all. Yeah. Wow! Shots fired on whoever you've seen play more. <laughs> I haven't even seen her at twelve in a tournament. So. Yeah. We'll see. the The jury's going to be out on her. I don't know exactly what she's going to do, but we'll see. Somebody, maybe Jamie Perkins, takes her to you know worlds and maybe rocks people with her. We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Make sure we look and see if uh, Bryce is playing Grange yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then we'll know if he's good. Uh, the only change for navigators is Eb. His uh, character play spring leak now does minus two to armor, so that helps out in those armor heavy matchups a little bit like blacksmiths and masons. So uh, that's just a little bit that'll be nice for them. This is the one that... Yeah, get sprung. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get head sprung. <laughs> so this is the one that, John, actually you're pretty excited about. It's the Soltishian uh, buff. I think I'm excited, but I still don't know when I want to play them because Grace and Benediction definitely got better in the order. I think they get... they get I don't know. They got changed more to be order players than union players, I think. Okay, so expand on that for our listeners. Like, wh- why so, Why do you say specifically? Uh, I'll speak on the union half first, just for a second. Benediction isn't going to be in my any of my lineups anymore just because he was there to extend Red Fury for Rage, and now that's gone. Okay. So 
he's definitely a Soltesian model now. I, I'm handing this off to John. Have fun with your Soltesian goal-scoring model. Right, because now what he's doing, that playmaker thing, once per turn when a friendly model within this or makes a pass, and then make a pass without spending influence. Great. Okay, ball of light makes it even easier to pass the ball of light around. Makes makes it easier just to pass and move. And I think Grace got a lot better, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, he's fun and all. That's where I was going. Exactly, it was Grace. Grace, the biggest one with Grace is that legendary play. That legendary play, like the ball. If ball of light is in effect for the friendly team, this model gains possession. Of right. The so when ball the of light. when the other team like me, when I see order, I'm like, okay, give me that ball of light. I'm gonna kick it in the fucking corner and I'll take my damage. Grace is just like, okay, we'll take that back. That, that, I mean, it just makes the ball light so right. Much and she got rid of her janky like one five influence, and now she's just straight two four. Um, I, I, my only problem with them is who do you drop out to put Grace and Benediction in if you want to play them? I mean, I think if you are in a matchup where it's like I'm probably not getting any takeouts here, maybe you take out Fangtooth. Right, but Potbelly Pass is good. Well, see, and Talisman's good though because you get to do a character play for free, so. That yeah, even makes quick foot. And also, I think Grace is really good for newer players because there will be times where they'll kick the ball of light onto a dead model. And this allows you to get that ball of light live again if you've already activated like Spigot or somebody or Brisket. So it just, I think she's just good. She just helps keep the ball moving, get some extra momentum if you need it, get the ball back if it's dead. Um, and she's got a 3 8 kick, so she's a pretty good striker. Yeah, yeah, she got she got a better kick. She went from two eight to three eight. I don't know. I I I, I want to play with order and see what they do. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely more more interested because I think all everybody on the team is playable. They all have a position in the team somewhere now. That, that's what I was going to say. Like the the nice thing about order is that you have a whole team of you know fun models to play with, and most teams don't have that. Most teams have those corner models that never really see the pitch and so now i think order it'll just be up to you like you can play with all of them what what do you how do you want to play people have to actually glue grace's ankle back together and find all her find both her swords (laughs) and put her back on the table (laughs) yeah i never when i put grace together as a model i always put her on the side of the stone not on top of the stone because that assassin's creed pose is just ridiculous to stay on there Dude, my Assassin's Creed post has always worked out oh, well. And I, I, I think I've got both the arms, but I doubt they're both on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, Rat Catchers, Scourge. Basically, they decided that Scourge was lonely when you went all striking. So <laughs> they <laughs> put a so ridiculous. called Good Feet for a Big Man. And when this model makes a pass, or this model may make a pass without spending influence and friendly models may pass the ball to him, without spending influence. So he does striking a little bit now. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Just because you make sure you get that disease in your striking team. That's right. Uh, it's funny. It's cute. <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah. How, what, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the design team obviously developed this. So like, what is their goal with that? Like, why, why is that important? Well, they specifically said that uh, a lot of times that since he's a fighting model, it wasn't always a good fit in a rat catcher's lineup. So the biz- the ability to give him a ball or for him to kick the ball without spending influence lets you just generate influence and make a pass without 
spending that resources. So, I mean, it lets you load up like Piper and it lets you put a couple out and just like, Hey, I have a model here that can kick the ball to scourge. The biggest thing, I guess let's do that. The only thing it's useful for to me is thread extension. Like, okay, you really want to get him on somebody. Go. Drop so you're him. using it for the dodges. Yeah. Go drop the ball next to him, stand next to him, let him pass the ball to somebody close. And so he can dodge and then, and then still use all three of his influence to go beat the shit out of somebody. Oh, and John, there's actually been times where I've used him to get the ball off somebody. Being able to tackle the ball off somebody and then kick it for free and then get two more attacks where I can do damage is it's pretty solid. I mean, I've had oh. I played rat catchers for a while, and there's been times where that would have been useful. Yeah, and there was times you didn't play rat catchers. Yeah, you liar. Remember that one time at Spring Fling? <laughs> that one time. Remember, that guaranteed remember when, the the broken promises. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it is what it is. All right, talk about talk about your union. The guild that I left, I would say the guild that I left the rat catchers for the union. Yeah, well, oh man, I am getting all these union models out now. I'm just, I'm so pumped. Are you? So, that, I, I am. I, I'm furious. Okay, well, what are you furious that, about? That Minx isn't. <laughs> wow. They took Furious away from Minx, and that makes John furious. Well, I mean, I can't play with hunters anymore anyway. So fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> they nerfed Minx's Furious and buffed John's Furious. <laughs> well, she still has everything that she had, except for they buffed her to a 2-4 influence. She has axe throw now. It just seems weird. I, well, she doesn't have an axe. No, she does have one little axe. Yeah, she's got one little axe. Do I have that hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another one that's usually lost. She She breaks all the time. She can throw an axe now. You have to allocate her influence. One of the things I loved about her is she was just a 2-2, and you didn't have to give her influence. She could still put Mark Target out. She could still snare people, and then she would get the hell out of there with Back back to the Shadows. And that's what I loved about her. But now you have to give her influence. So if I'm going to charge with her, I got to put two on her, and that's two I'm not giving to Rage. That's two I'm not giving to... Uh, Harry and it's just it's soaking up influence where I don't want it to soak up. Yeah, she's a non-battery now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The free attacks were just, or sorry, the free charges was just amazing. The fact that she could charge something, you know, twelve inches away was just, yeah, just what you needed. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes me miss her less. John's a little less angry now that the hunters don't have her. Yeah. Uh, some other things to, I guess, to write home about. Greed, you can pick them up for free now, so maybe you'll start seeing Avarice and Greed played a little bit more. Uh, but you noted, John, that Avarice is still a big, fat, slow guy. Yeah. So you go ahead. That slow play. He's you get- five seven. It's not like he's four six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's only got one reach. But he gave they gave him one armor, so I mean he's a little more durable now. So I guess that's something. Uh, you got decimate, and you got snakeskin. Uh, I think Decimate, they changed some stuff in the playbook, which, I mean, sure, that that's fine. Uh, Snakeskin, uh, they just took Charmed. I think she had Charmed Mail, and they just put it into her defense, so that's the big thing on her. A uh, couple of things that I'm really happy about is Rage and Strongbox. So Quick Times only cost one now, so that's great for Rage. And they changed his playbook around now. Oh, you're talking about Vet Rage. Oh, yeah, wait, vet you're rage. not going to play O-Rage yet? I will talk about O-Rage okay. in a minute. <laughs> but, okay. but, so we're on Vet Rage. Yep, Vet Rage has four damage that's momentous on the top end of his playbook now. So 
He's also a 4-4 influence, which is huge because now I don't feel obligated to take coin all the time. I still hate rage. Dude, that vet rage is pretty good now. He was pretty good already, and this just makes him yeah, a little sweeter. Good. But like, yeah, he's, I mean, because I remember us having a conversation on the podcast months and months ago when vet rage was like just tearing people up like over a year ago when Michael Klein played him in spring fling and won and uh, he won it. How's that? And all of this kind of stuff. And we were talking about like, okay, well, how do you nerf vet rage or how do you adjust him? And I was like, yeah, but like you can't really adjust him or dial anything down because if he loses anything, it's a big problem. And in this case, they only gave him dials up. So yeah, I think I think this vet rage model is going to see a lot of play. It's going to be pretty good, especially the quick time buff and the influence buff. I think are fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that influence, like, because now they've made him with the quick time buff and the influence buff. Basically, they've made him net two influence more efficient. And so, I wouldn't be surprised if that influence comes back down. Because at this point, he's kind of like the he, he has a similar battery element like that Boar had before they nerfed that. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, John. But I I, I think this vet uh, rage think model is going to be pretty damn good. And the biggest thing, I think the biggest buff to him is the nerf to Boar, because Boar was like just Boar out you know outranging him, out threatening him, and now making quick time cheaper. And making Boar's threat range come down a little bit makes Vet Rage really deadly to Vet Boar. Yeah, the the thing that I think still holds Vet Boar up there is the two inch reach. I think that I, two two inch reach models like that's nothing that should just be shrugged off. Like that's a huge advantage for Vet Boar. Yeah, for sure. But now they're both what base eight inch threat ranges. Uh, y- y- yes, but the. The thing that I'm looking at is the Furious, right? Because like they're both these Furious models that want to get off a of charge, right. and so when you have a two inch reach model that can well, like of course. reach over and take away that Furious from a one inch reach model, I think that's a big deal. Of course, I'm just saying I think it helps them. Where? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It, that, it definitely helps them. I, I don't think it makes him smoke Vet Boar all the time. I think no, that it. No, no, no. I think it just makes him. It probably. It makes the Vet Boar matchup for Vet Rage more balanced and even. I think that it makes the Vet Rage gotcha. matchup versus a lot of other stuff almost lopsided. Yeah, and what, one thing that is kind of a nerf to Rage, but a lot of people won't think about it, is Benediction losing that aura or that extension for Red Fury. That's going to make it where yeah. it's a little less forgiving for those Red Fury ranges. So. He definitely got buffed, but you got to be careful of that Red Fury range because Benediction made it a lot easier to be a little loose sure. with that measurement. Sure, I think, but I think the quicker, the cheaper quick time uh, helps with that element. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and him being four four influence yeah. is just it's is, he's just really good. Um, so Strongbox also got a nice little buff. He basically just shelling out got changed where the enemy model doesn't have to be in that or anymore your friendly model has to be so you get plus one tack and you get extra momentum uh if you're in that shelling out range so um, i think that's a really good change yeah because it's something you can control a little better 
Yeah, it, it just it, it just creates a better synergy for the team, especially with him moving so damn slow. Yeah. Like, it's hard to... If, if you consider the models in, like, a row of three, right, it's always going to be strong boxes furthest back, then your model, then the opposing model in almost every situation. And so, yeah, like, that extension of the shelling out by it being your model instead of theirs, I think is a significant difference. Yep. And then the last big change that we're going to talk about is with O-Rage and he got a buff in season four. So apparently they wanted you to play Blackhearts more because they buffed him even more. So you still get all the cool damage that Rage was able to, was able to do before this, but they gave him a heroic where you can spend a momentum to do a character play for free. So that allows you to tool up. So you spend the heroic you can tool up Rage or you can tool up somebody else, do your free charge, and and yeah, just get your Berserk attacks and do a bunch of damage. Maybe there's a lot of union changes because they need to be changed for Vet Greed coming. Well, I also think that you can mm, change. That's an interesting thought. Well, so Vet Greed is something I'm very excited about, but I think also that now you have all these minor guilds coming into play where guilds can't use union as much and pretty soon nobody's going to be able to use union models that now you can turn up the, you know, sexiness of these models. You can, you know, make them better and you can put them on the higher end because now they're not going to make other guilds broken. They're just going to make their own guild good. So I think that's a change. You're going to start seeing more and more with these union models because you don't have to balance them for, you know, six to nine guilds. So I'm pretty excited about it. Union are in a yeah, pretty good spot, sense. I feel. They're, they're going to be fun to play, and I'm excited about it. So all in all, how would you guys grade this errata? Do you guys think some of the some of the main issues got fixed? Do you think this is going to you know, save the game of Guild Ball for some people? What, what's happening? Best errata since Thresher nerf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's, this is a really good errata. I think that... Even the things that I kind of feel like, ah, this could be tweaked differently. Like, I still think that things were in the right direction, right? So even where I'm like, ah, well, this should be, this should still be in left turned up a little, or maybe they need to turn this down a little bit more. They, they did a good job with it. There's nothing that I think is like, you know, they, they fucked it up and broke it or, um, actually Tapper is pretty damn strong. So maybe, maybe that's a little bit broken. (laughs) So I'll, I'll, I'll hedge my bets on the, this comment with yeah but the, the thing tapper is, addendum i still think you need to focus on with tapper though is that yeah he's good but you still have to remember that brewers in general are still pretty slow so it's not like where you have the cooks speeding up the butchers where it makes them just their threat extension like huge <laughs> i mean tapper can extend the threat now with mark target which is awesome but still most yeah, of the time yeah. most your brewers are like five sevens or four sixes or whatever the case is. So yeah, that tapper is still going to fucking suck though. Oh, I love it. Makes me want to play brewers again. Get the red, white and blue blue brewers out there. Uh, John, <laughs> what do you think John so far about all this errata? Like, I mean, they get it right. Yeah. I love that. It was, I love that. It wasn't like just all buffs. It was, it was kind of power leveling. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just like a speci- specifically Corbelli and specifically, you know, Boar. And then even 
even to the point of rivet a little bit, there were just some things that just needed to get toned down. And I, I feel like they did a good job with that. I'm definitely happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they're trying to bring some stuff down and bring some stuff up. But there's also cases sure. where, like, for example, Anvil and Sledge, they brought those down in hopes of you playing other models besides these two. So I, I, I hope we start seeing that more and more as uh, Season 4 kind of keeps rolling along. So any uh, any parting blows or thoughts before we uh, wrap this thing up? No, I think I think this was a, a good and... I don't know. All right, well, let me ask you guys this then. Loretta. I've already kind of told a lot of people that I'm going to be playing Union for a bit just because I like what they're all about right now. So moving forward into the post-errata 4.2 world, what guild do you guys see yourselves playing moving forward? Cooks. Cooks for Cooks. Cooks for Cooks for Chris. What do you like about the Cooks, Chris? I've just always wanted to play them thematically and all that stuff. I, I look forward to them for so long, and um, there were delays, and then they weren't very good, and... Yeah, I'm just excited to finally play them. Yeah, and they seem pretty playable now as far as uh, the game goes. Yeah, so so I'm just very happy with them. Obviously, I'm sure I'll play Butchers a lot, and that's just kind of my bread and butter and always has been and always will be. And, um, you know, I'll branch into the cooks, yep. which are just an extension of that. <laughs> you need to, uh, John, you need to get Peepaw playing Masons again. They look like they're in a pretty good spot right now. Uh, yeah, I'm on it. I gotta figure out my. I'll figure out a team and I'll get him back. He'll be pumped when he's with, with the honor train man. He's an honor guy, you know that. Oh yeah, he he loves honor. He is very honorable. He is. <laughs> hey, and we're, we're, think, we're not above a dad joke at this podcast. Though. Well, and you know, I think that's also something that this this type of errata needed to be changed, just because if you've been paying attention to anything as far as guild balls been going, the attendance for a lot of events have been down. Um, a lot of stores are clearing out their guild ball stuff just because a lot of the issues that people have been having with it. I'm not going to rehash those, but this is definitely a win for steam forge. This yep. is something that's good for the game. It's going to balance things out. It's going to get people excited to play the game. So this is something that was much needed for the game of guild ball. Sure. All right. Well, with that being said, folks, I think we're ready to get out of here. Make sure that you guys are rolling dice and throwing salt and we will talk to you all next time. Peace.